Vanessa. And Vanessa. And this is Shit on the Table. Thank um, you for tuning in to our late night broadcast. Yeah, this is NPR. <laughs> we're going to have talk smooth. And we're going to have jazz playing in the background. <laughs> I've never listened to NPR, so. <laughs> and I'm not a big fan of jazz. I like jazz. Jazz is pretty good. So, who wants to go first? We- you do. I want to know how your week went. Um, my work week was pretty good. That's good. It wasn't horrible. Um, I'm drunk off of exhaustion because I just got back in town maybe, what, an hour ago? Officially at my house from a seminar. Um, Cross state lines. Yeah. It was... Um, Kenichi Nagasi's um, hands-on seminar in Santa Monica, and I literally did a turnaround trip. Like, I drove down yesterday, got into town, into California, or into Santa... uh, I don't know, I was staying with family, and I don't know where they live. Um, Somewhere in that region? Yeah, it was like 35 minutes away from Santa Monica. I got into their house at 9.30... And then spent time with them until one in the morning. <laughs> How was the drive? The drive there was fine. The drive there was dark. And Did you long. have any company? Oh yeah, I had a dog. <laughs> <laughs> I had a dog with me because it's a hands-on seminar. Yeah, Avi. I brought my own dog, and she was great. Um, we had to do some pit stops. You know, so she could go potty and stuff like that. And, like, I'm super paranoid. Mm-hmm. So, like, my husband bought me a knife and pepper spray to take with me because I didn't want to get murdered. You have a carry permit. Yeah, but in California, when you don't have a permit there and you're transporting, it's pretty fucking useless. You're, I thought that it, co- it goes across state lines. No. Um. It, you're. It's only good for, like, I think, oh, I don't think we did the multiple states did we we did the multiple states i know it's good in utah but it's not california Uh, okay california is has really strict laws on there and like it's really hard to get i don't know if it's hard but they don't necessarily make it easy for you so when you're transporting a firearm and you don't have a permit to carry in california your gun has to be locked up make sure there's nothing in the chamber and your ammunition has to be like, basically on the opposite side of your car <laughs> or locked in a different area. Well, I guess it's good that you didn't carry because, I mean, you, you almost crashed your car because of a spider. I would hate somebody <laughs> to, in the middle of the night, go, do you need help? Yeah. What? Yeah. So What I, did you say to me? <laughs> exactly. Get away from me. So I opted not to do that because um, it's it was pointless. It a smarter decision. Yeah. It's pointless if you're in a situation that you would need your protection it's locked up but so anyways um your dog was cool um where am i hold on backtrack so you're driving down it was dark you had a dog with you yes and you took a couple pit stops to let the dog go potty yes thank you my brain is moving a little slow so the so the dog did okay on the ride that's where i'm getting okay so about (laughs) 30 minutes, we're about 30 minutes away from the house. So she gets a little car sick, just, like, in the car. Yeah. Um, 
And so I thought, okay, maybe keeping her in the kennel so she's not, like, being jostled around too much would help with her car sickness. Well, it didn't. She, 30 minutes away, she threw up all in her bed. And she's got, like, one of those beds that have, like, the crevices in it. And, like, the throw up is, like, in the crevices. And, like, it's all over her owner's whoopee. I think that's what it is. It's like a blanket that Mm -hmm. she's had since, like, before birth. It's, she threw up all over that. <laughs> it was just a fucking disaster. And she's just looking at me. I'm like, I'm driving and I can smell it. And we're only 30 minutes away. So I'm like, we'll just have to stick it out. Because it's dark. I'm not going to stop on the side of the road right now and try and figure this shit out. Yeah. Or go to a gas station. Because it's almost 9 o'clock at night. Well, it is 9 o'clock at night at this point. So I was like, fuck. And like, it smells. And she's just looking at me like, ooh. And I'm looking at her like, ooh. So, we finally get there, and, like, I had to, like, take the hose and, like, rinse it out, and it was just a fucking disaster. So, I'm spending time with my family. We got all that situated. I didn't clean her. Well, I cleaned her mouth area. Yeah. But I didn't, like, bathe her because I was going to bathe her in the morning, and it was hella fucking late. So, you know, we go to bed finally, and I wake up late. Because I went to bed at, like, 1, and I was supposed to be up around, like, 5, 30, 6 o'clock, and, yeah, because the place is 30 minutes away, yeah. and I get lost really easily, so I wanted to leave, like, at 6.40-ish to make my way there yeah, and get there, because the bathing area opens at 8 o'clock so okay. to bathe and prep your dogs. And so, I'm, like, rushing to get ready, because I got up at 6.30, And so that means I had, like, 30 minutes to get ready. And I actually finished getting ready around, like, 7.05. So I was like, okay, that's not that bad. So then I go (laughs) outside after packing all my stuff and, like, getting it downstairs. Because I planned on leaving straight after the seminar. I was just going to hop in my car and drive home. So I go outside and um, the person that I was staying with. He had walked me out to help me bring all my stuff. And he's... And I'm kind of, like, frantic, like, trying to get all my shit in the car, putting her in the car, and dealing with all this shit. And he's asking me about my tires. And he's like, are your tires usually this low? And I was like, I don't know. I just put air in them before I left. And I had gotten them professionally filled um, at one of the The tire tire places. places. And he's like... Well, is it going to be safe to drive? I have not seen this tire yet. He's like, well, is it going to be safe to drive? I'm like, I don't see why the fuck not. Like, I just put air in them. Like, I don't know. And so then I look at it. I was like, holy fucking shit, it's not supposed to be that low. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, no, that is not a drivable tire. Like, why didn't you just say you shouldn't drive on that fucking tire? It looks flat. But no, I'm like stressing out. I've seen you drive on a flat tire before. No, this was flat like rim almost touching the Um, ground yeah and i am like standing there look at my cell phone it's about 7 20 and i'm like what the fuck do i do now and i'm just kind of like i don't know what to do i'm stressing out it's cold in the morning out there and like i'm sweating bullets like i just dropped 300 to go to this seminar I drove all the way the fuck out here. I'm going to that fucking seminar. <laughs> like, I'm getting there somehow. 
So he takes me. They're my fa- their family. So he takes me, and they're, they were amazing. They dro- drove me all the way there, and they got my tire fixed while I was at the seminar. It's good to have family. It is. So then I fucked up again. <laughs> <laughs> and I had told them, okay, the seminar is done at 2. That's the start of the next seminar. So the seminar was done at 12. And so they went all the way to San Bernardino, which is like an hour and a half away from them to go be with friends. And they're like, we're not going to be there. So they had to have their son-in-law come pick me up 35 minutes away. And I felt horrible. And then I just got in my car and left. So, but what was really cool is... You can send them a card. Yeah. I'm going to send them a little something. But what was really cool, though, is I was sitting out front. Mm Because I didn't want to bother anybody, you know, inside and be that weird creeper that just hangs around. So you're just the creeper that hangs out... Out front. Outside? Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay, so the way the building was is their um, suite, and then there was kind of like a wall that stuck out, and you can't see who's sitting in that corner. Mm -hmm. So I sat in the corner, so I wasn't being creepy. I mean, it was creepy, but... (laughs) I don't know that area, Nobody and I puts- just wanted to be there. So when my ride came, I wasn't having to rush back and with my big bag of, like, grooming stuff. So I'm just sitting there, and um, Kenichi and, like, all these other people. I don't know. There was, like, four people with him, three people with him. They walk by, and they're like, oh, you waiting for your ride? And I was like, yeah. They're like, okay, bye. <laughs> and they leave me. And then these two women... Who, um, Coco and I never got the other lady's name. They run, like, the, um, educational department of Healthy Spot, which is, I believe, a franchise in, I don't know if it's nationally, but there's a franchise in California. Mm-hmm. And they were really kind, and they were walking by, and they look at me, and they're like, hey, what are you doing? And, like, are you waiting for your ride? I was like, yeah. And they're like, well, how long is it going to be? And I was like, he said, like, under an hour. And they're like... Oh, my God. Go put your stuff inside. We'll go put your stuff inside. We'll put Sasha inside in the kennel, and you're going to go have lunch. And I was like, are you sure? I don't want to, like, impose. And they're like, no. I was like, okay. (laughs) So we went and put all my stuff away, and I got to have lunch with the entire crew. And, like, that was really cool. So it kind of worked out. Oh, nice. Did you, like, learn anything from the seminar? Was it... Inspiring, so, eye-opening. <laughs> it was. Um, this isn't your first fusion seminar. It wasn't. Yeah. I did one with Riza, and that was a lot of fun. Yeah, that was cool. Um, but this one was pretty cool. Um, it was more hands-on. There wasn't actually any... Like, he didn't do a demo dog. Yeah. Like a typical seminar. It was more of just... He kind of goes with through it with you to pick a style that you want to do on your dog. And then, and it's a very small, they only allow up to six people. Um, so four to six people, and that's it. Um, so I guess we could say it's like the sunrise clip, you know, where the yeah. short, kind of short teddy bear head, and then like the hair. I'm demonstrating it with my hands, but you can't see it. <laughs> <laughs> and like the hair in the back, and it's supposed to be like really big and voluminous and stuff like that, which she didn't have that. But, so we did that, and, like, 
a version of little booties, but they went um, to the middle of the back of the hawk. That's where they ended or started. Um, And then you just match them around the the front. Um, And so then, but then the way that they're scissored is from the hawk to the front, it's almost like a V-shape with a dome on the top. So that was pretty cute. She looked fabulous. Oh, and then we left the chest a little bit longer, uh-huh. but like it was more of like a, a dome. Which is interesting because a lot of the seminars that we see they shorten the dog and they take the chest they off. They do take the chest yeah. off. But it actually gave her a little bit more character. Gave her boobs. It, she had cleavage. <laughs> she did. And she was just the belle of the ball. Like She's a cute dog. I every, hope you poke, post pictures. I will. And everybody loved her. Um, she, the whole thing, like, kind of, I know we've talked about it before and, like, said, I, I know I said I've never compete, and I always do this. I say one thing, and then, like, a couple months later, I'm like, hmm, I might do this now. So, you just never take what I say seriously. Yeah. <laughs> we kind of got, we got this far <laughs> right, knowing that. Right? So, now I'm kind of, like, itching to maybe, because she traveled really well other than the vomit. Um, going back, she didn't vomit at all. We didn't yeah. have any issues. She actually passed out, and I thought she died. <laughs> <laughs> so she travels well. Yeah, <laughs> she passed out so much. I went. I turned on the light to check on her, and like I kind of just pet her. And usually, a dog will kind of flinch or perk up for like a second, and then go back down. She didn't fucking move. <laughs> and I'm like, what is happening? I just killed my cousin's dog. So I put my hand on her chest and she was breathing. So she knocked out. Um, so she travels well. She's an amazing dog to work on. Like, amazing. She doesn't take distraction. Like, she doesn't really get distracted too much. Um, funny fact. Funny thing. Um, she didn't really take to Kenichi too well. <laughs> every time he would go to work on her she her eyes would kind of widen and be like who the fuck are you <laughs> why are you touching me and like would kind of move her head around but he's a very patient man like he was so sweet and like i'm the class clown so uh, i was yeah. fucking with him a lot <laughs> and like he would kind of take me seriously and then his translator would be like she's just joking and then he would laugh and be like, oh, <laughs> you know, like, oh, this is a funny one. Okay, see, now I'm starting <laughs> to picture certain scenarios. And because I, I know how you are with new people and the way you come across. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't know how how could he translate your natural flirtatious behavior? Um, I don't know. Maybe like my vibe. Because... Literally, from the moment I walked in, I was hella nervous because yeah, I was and then doing, you're worse when you're nervous. I know. I just say stupid shit, <laughs> <laughs> and like, so when you first walk in, it's four tables, yeah, in like a square, and so they're like, "Oh, pick any table," and I'm like, kind of nervous and shy. I'm not. I'm trying to fill out my environment, see who's there, what they can handle. And, like, is this a joking crowd, a serious crowd? Like, what am I working with here? And then I'm just nervous on top of it. But I know how you process things. <laughs> it's like you process. I can see you, like, scoping it out, processing uh-huh. it. 
And then it just goes all out the door when you start speaking. <laughs> it does. It does. I had major bitch face when I first walk in because that's just the way I look when I'm nervous. And like, but then they were like really chilled. The people yeah. who put it on were super hospitable. That's wonderful. And it was a really great experience overall. But so funny, quick story. Um, they were setting up chairs in front of all these, in front of the tables. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I start getting nervous. Like, are we going to have people watching? And so then instead of being like, are we going to have an audience, like a normal person asking a simple question? I go. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, are we doing the seminar? Like, cause I only came here to learn. Sounds really cunty. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, ah, oh, Vanessa, why did you say that? And I'm like, and he's like, one of the guys was like, yeah, you're leading the seminar. And I was like, uh, fuck no. <laughs> I'm here to learn. <laughs> and he just started laughing. And I'm like, but seriously, though, like, are we going to have an audience here? And he said no. But we had a fucking audience the whole time. <laughs> Which apparently was planned. So I guess, like, at um, Healthy Spot... The gentleman, do you remember, two years ago, the gentleman that won first place in Rescue Rodeo with the Shih Tzu? Yes. He works there. He's the instructor. Oh, wow. Does he... Because I remember the getup that he wore. I don't remember. He just wore, like, a white... He looked like a barber, like a professional barber. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Does he dress like that? No. Oh, okay. He, they were all wearing green shirts that said Healthy Spa on it. And so we kind of had, like, assistants. That's cool. But I didn't use any of them. Because Sasha's really easy. It, yeah. And it didn't take me that long to prep her. She's an amazing coat. But so he was there. And then do you remember the guy that competed in the beginner's hand stripping and it was the first time that we ever saw a PetSmart person competing, to, and they were side by side, and they were the only two people in the beginner hand stripping, and they were working on Cocker Spaniels. He was working on a Cocker Spaniel, and she was working on a Springer that was laying down. Yeah, I remember because they were the only two PetSmart smocked employees. No, he wasn't wearing a smock. He works for Healthy Spot. Oh. She worked, but they were side by side. Oh, okay, yeah. I, I vaguely remember, yeah. He works there, too. That's so cool. Yeah. I thought that was pretty nifty. Neat. Yeah. So, yeah. But, so, I guess, like, they they go on a different day for, like, the workers mm-hmm. to do their practice. So, they were just literally just watching us this time. Absorbing. That's cool. Yeah. But it was pretty nifty. I love seminars. I do, too. I love learning. I do, too. I do, too. But it kind of got me, like, um, interested in kind of competing because I did get a pretty good compliment. So, But that's all I'll say. I'll be modest. (laughs) 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 You're like, it was a good time, and I felt like I did good. But, you know, like, when you're getting to the point where you're at these seminars and you're learning and you're doing all the hands-on stuff, and then you're like... You see the work coming too easily for you. It's at this point. It's now. It's time to take the next step. Yeah, I guess because <laughs> if it's if it's not hard for you in these seminars, 
Yeah. If it's not hard and you're like absorbing it perfectly fine, <laughs> you're like executing yeah. what you need to do. Now you got to go do something hard, Vanessa. I know. And <laughs> I know. Get in front of a bigger audience. <laughs> it was pretty easy. Um, the only thing that he corrected me really on was because I'm so nervous on taking things tighter. And yeah. Because like, like that's a you are flipping a switch that you are conditioned to not flip. Yeah. It's it's easier to yeah leave on versus take off. Exactly. And yeah. he's like tighter, tighter. And I'm I, like ah. Yeah. I re- I remember the first seminar. Um, I took it too tight. I don't think there's too tight. But that's the thing, though. It isn't because there's ways to work around going a little too tight or going a little too short because the idea Mm -hmm. is is that you're animating or creating a character. Yeah. And all you have to do is just complement that one short area. It's true. Let's get it right. Get it tight. (laughs) (laughs) But I think that's the only thing I... Not the only thing because... Creating a whole different pattern that you've never worked with before has its challenges. Well, of course. Um, but I think that's the hardest thing about fusion is we're always so scared to, like, take that chop. Take it tight. Like, yeah. 10 tight. And, like, um, the, I don't know if I should. No, I won't say it. Well, it's like the whole point with, like, the, the fusion style is it's almost like whatever here in the Western style, traditionally, you have to go the opposite of. Yeah. You know, so it's like you're making something cute and you're trying to animate something that is is alive, but you're trying to turn it into, like, almost like a character. Yeah, exactly. And that goes against all Western style, mm-hmm. you know, traditional ways of teaching, even with the pets. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. No, I totally agree. I dig it. So... Your week. Oh, my week was... <laughs> my week was full of <clears throat> bullshit. So much bullshit. <laughs> my personal... Okay, so here's the story. I decided to try a new venture. There's a greater purpose in the end of it. There's an end game to it. If it succeeds, then it succeeds. If it doesn't, it's fine. But I basically went backwards in time and I started a new work venture on this on on top of the work venture that I already do so my personal work week was fine my clients were great you're talking about your business yeah my business was fine I had good dogs old dogs um today I had to demat a Maltese yeah that was rough but I gave her pink paws and she looked cute I use the Opaws. The shampoo one? The shampoo. It's like nothing. It takes no extra time. Does it come out pink, yeah, you just pretty wash pigmented? Oh, well, yeah. Just how, however long you leave it on. Like if you just do the standard 10 to 15 minutes. And my dog was matted, so she has to sit in like conditioner and stuff. And I was doing all these techniques and whatever. But yeah, you just leave it on and it comes out like a pastel pink. If you just leave it on for a few minutes, and then if you leave it on for a half hour, it's like a bright pink. I'm going to have to get that. Oh, so really quick, when you're doing that, do you do you think the product stays really well in that spot? No. Um, it depends on the dog. 
So then how does so, that work? Okay, so she had a curly tail. What if you're doing ears? Oh, yeah, it'll be fine. As long as they're not, like, whipping their ears around. Because it washes out. It's a shampoo. It washes out. So, like. Yeah, but so, like, when you're laying the ears down, is the shampoo going to get on the inner ear? It is. I just, what I did was, because I knew she has a white coat, and I knew it would transfer, because um, she's also wiggly. But it, it's a shampoo, so it makes it easier. I just conditioned, because you don't want to use it on top of conditioner. But I just put conditioner on areas that, that I wasn't going to. Yeah, and I just, you have to lather up the shampoo, too. So, you know, if there was a little bit of transition, I just hit it with some warm water, and then I just shoot the um, color with cool water. Okay. I just try to bleed it out. Yeah, no, that totally would make sense if I wasn't drooling right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I try to be strategic with the way I yeah. use it. Um, but I wasn't as strategic as possible because she did have a curly tail, so there was a okay. little bit of transfer on the butt. All I did was just thinning sheared some yeah. of the color out because awesome. she it was just a bath. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no. Other than that, that, my new work venture is basically working for as an employee, and uh, my w- personal life has been kind of crazy this week because my kids have been sick. Life happens. So, um, I literally worked six days this week. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Because I am starting the new work venture. Um, I chose to work as an employee um, three days a week. And then I did three days a week for myself. And then I'm also a mom. Mm-hmm. And so my kids haven't been feeling well. My littlest one is a year old. And she has been sick since last Saturday. Mm. So Friday night rolls around. I had come home from work, and she's still not feeling good. So we went to bed. I gave her some Motrin, and she had, like, a super high fever. So out here, we have urgent care and quick cares that are open 24 hours. So Mm -hmm. they're not in an emergency room. They're just, like, a quick care or urgent care. Well, I went to an urgent care that is straight across town from where I'm at because it's free, Mm -hmm. and they have good doctors there. Yeah. It's through my insurance. I went all the way out there, and they. I was there for four and a half hours. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, because they're just like, I don't know. They had a lot going on, too. Mm-hmm. So it was there four and a half hours, and they couldn't figure out what was wrong with my one-year-old. They gave her Motrin, Tylenol. They did a couple different tests on her. Um, they didn't do any blood work, but they did, like, what they could in, like, urgent care they only do so much Mm -hmm. they referred me out to the hospital so then i had to go straight to um like central las vegas sunrise children's hospital out here i'm like great it was far from your house yeah so i get to the quick care at like 155 in the morning i get to sunrise hospital at like five o'clock in the morning Mm -hmm. and i'm supposed to be at work at eight o'clock in the morning so i text my general manager this is my third day working, so it's a little, you know, I have, my kids come first, but it's of still course. it's still kind of, like, disheartening to disappoint. So I'm like, okay, this might Fuck be a call, <laughs> I'm like, this might be a call out, <laughs> just so you know I'm in the hospital. And she's like, uh, okay. So then um, we were there probably, like, an hour, 40 minutes, and they're like, she has an ear infection, I just don't understand why the urgent care didn't check for that. She's a wiggly one-year-old. And they're a fucking doctor and nurse. That's like seeing, like, 
at the vet, the dog was too wiggly, so we couldn't do it. Oh, when I, I'm, <laughs> I was already at that point, like, having a mild panic attack inside because it is, I have the best insurance in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. And it's still $350 just to go to the hospital emergency room. I will get that bill in the mail. That's insane because when we went for my ankle, it was only 100 bucks. That's all we paid. Yeah, well, when you have culinary insurance, everything else is cheap. But when you go to the emergency room, it's not. It's a give or take kind of situation. I don't yeah. even think it's a give or take. It's just like it's just they're good with a lot of things, but then they fuck you over <laughs> with that. <laughs> you try and get your money elsewhere. <laughs> but no, that just really pisses me off that quick where to overlooked that possibility oh yeah pissed me off a lot too he was just like oh it's not angry it's not inflamed okay so then when i go to the emergency room the doctor was like it's a beginning of an ear infection and i'm thinking in my head is she really in that much pain and she's had a fever that high for beginning stages of an ear infection yeah like that was concerning to me because i was like dang what is a full-on ear infection yeah. Like, look like at the, you know, if if this is really bad that I had to go to the hospital because she's had a high fever all week. Yeah. So, yeah, it was rough. She's fine. Yeah. I gave her antibiotics and Tylenol, Motrin, alternating. She's great. Well, I get out of the hospital and it's like seven something, almost eight o'clock. Mm-hmm. So I I text my general manager and I was like, I can make it to work. Can I come in at nine? And she's like, yeah. So I go across town to my house, drop off my kid. I don't brush my teeth. (laughs) (laughs) I don't do my hair. I don't do my makeup. I just put on a pair of splash pants that were dirty from the day before in my laundry room and my work shoes and I left. Made it to work an hour late from, like, my starting time. Mm-hmm. I already had two dogs there that, you know, showed up at 8 and 8.30. And so, like, I've already not slept all week. Worked six days, and I've already not slept for 24 hours at that point. Mm-hmm. And I'm hopped up on Red Bull, and it's not working. <laughs> so then I have a giant schnauzer puppy. I have a corgi. I have two Maltese's, a senior and a puppy. Mm-hmm. And that's what I have. And, and I only worked, I'm only scheduled to work like six hours. Mm-hmm. So it's like enough for six hours. Um, but I bathe the corgi perfectly fine. I bathe all my dogs. I start, because they do stack dogs there. So I bathe all the dogs when they come in or whatever. And then when I'm done bathing them, I start the haircuts, mm-hmm. right? So I go through my corgi, and then I'm like, all right, I'm going to start on the big dog before I get to the two littles, because they'll they'll go quick. My big dog, Giant Schnauzer, this is his second haircut, right? Oh, and by the way, in the notes, it said standard Schnauzer clip, and it's a Giant Schnauzer, right? So I'm thinking... What the fuck is a standard schnauzer clip? There's no specification on the length of the body. 
Mm-hmm. There's no specification on, like, what you want me to do on the head. So then I ask, like, what has this dog gotten as far as on the body? So it's like a 10 on the body, 10 Ew. reverse on the head. Yeah. In my heart, I was like, really? Really? It's a really ugly giant schnauzer, too. Like, the worst confirmation. Yeah. And to put it in a clip doesn't look good. And to put it in a clip in a 10... And I'm thinking in my head, like... It's, like, way too short. It's way too short. It's really hard to blend a 10 into, like, a skirt, like, nicely with... And it has very textured coat. And it has undercoat. And I washed it without, like, doing any prep work because I just, like, had to get it done, right? Yeah. So, the legs are kind of... What do you mean by prep work? Like, I didn't brush it out beforehand. Oh, okay. Like, I didn't brush it out. I usually, like, to be honest... If I check in the dog and it's fine, I just I just go through it. I never brush anything. I dog. never brush anything out beforehand. I feel like it's just too much work. It's too, it's an I'm already step. an hour late getting yeah. this dog done, right? And he's 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 sweet. He was a sweet dog, mm-hmm. but he's a pain in the ass to wash because <laughs> he's trying to chomp at the water. Oh and then God. I could not dry him for the life of me because he's chomping at the dryer. So he had to kennel dry. So there was no steps in, not saying for you, but there hasn't been any steps of like dematting this. No, no, there's no training because the the first haircut it got was with another groomer, and I'm its second haircut, and yeah. I've never met this dog, and everybody's telling me the dog is great. Bullshit. The dog is a wild puppy, and he's getting a ten schnauzer clip, and so anyway. His mouth is so matted because it couldn't be dried. So, like, just the beard tangles just got worse. The leg tangles got worse. Like, I wasn't expecting not to be able to dry this dog. Yeah. You know? And I didn't get to. So then I had to do extra work once the dog was finally dried on my table. Yeah. I get through 90% of the haircut it took me forever just to get the haircut because, like, I'm trying my hardest to blend a pattern with a fucking 10 blade. Yeah. And it's like, I'm trying to make a good haircut. Yeah. That's hard with a 10. And the dog is moving and it's an ugly dog. (laughs) And it already has like schnauzer pattern baldness going on in certain spots. It's just not looking good. They should just shave it down all the way. So it looks like just like a walking or do it just like a guard on it. Well, yeah, that's what I wanted to do, but that's not what, I was told to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then I had to do a 10 reverse on the head. That's way too short, in my opinion. I don't think it's too short in certain areas, like in the neck. And, like, I just don't think it looks good on this dog. Because he had a big old block head. There's no structure. There's no muscle tone. Yeah. Just big old block head. Look like a Harvey. (laughs) (laughs) And then he wiggles. He won't let you do his face. So I'm, like... 90%, 90%, I just have to do the face, right? It's all clippered. Everything's done. I scissored up the legs. I scissored up the body. I dematted the damn dog. I dematted the face. Mm-hmm. Now I have to scissor the eyebrows and just scissor up the beard a little bit because I shaped the beard mostly with the blade. Mm. I get my thinning shears out because this damn dog doesn't stop wiggling. Yeah. And I don't want to cut the dog. Yeah. So, you, you know, poke its eyeball. Out. I don't want to poke its eyeball out. So I'm trying to tighten up the corners of the eyes, mm-hmm. the out, outside corners of the eyes. So that way it blends into the beard. 
Mm-hmm. I scraped the damn eyelid with my thinning mm. shears. He moved right into it. Yeah. And I think he had like a hard whisker. And like you mean hair. by eye, you mean the eyelid? Um, I want to say I didn't get the eyelid. So I you got, got the eyeball? No, 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 oh, no. Oh, yeah. That's what no, I no, no, mean. No, no, no. I got, I, because the lid is like the fold. I got basically where the occipital bone is, where mm-hmm. it sticks out. Yeah. Right, right where you tighten that area the yeah. the uh, corners of the eye i got the top corner of it mm, okay right because he fucking is a nightmare to do his face right yeah. mm-hmm. so i'm like fuck this dog has been there like four and a half hours like he's there too long yeah it's not really his fault aside from him being a stupid puppy it's really <laughs> not his fault because puppies are not going to want to hang around in a grooming salon that long no. i was already an hour and a half late for work yeah you know my I have no sleep, so I have no patience, and I'm doing the best I can, Yeah. and I nick him, and it, of course it was such a small nick, but it's on the face, so it bleeds a lot, yeah. and because I'm not working in a private salon, they have to take it to the vet, get it taken care of, I have to write a statement, all this shit, and I'm thinking in my head... Don't cry, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry. Because every time I cut a dog, it's just, like, the most guttural feeling. Yeah. And, and I f- you usually, like, call me crying. Yeah, I was trying not to cry because there was people. I know. You know what I mean? Because you kind of have to put that face on, like, mm-hmm. you got to be strong, bitch. You got to be <laughs> strong. But, yeah, so, like, I nicked a dog, and I'm like, oh, fuck. Fuck. Fuck, 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 fuck. And in my soul, I'm crying so hard because I feel bbad. It's not. Well, it's never. It's nobody not, feels good cutting. You know, no, you know, no, 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 no. And like everybody's trying to make me feel better because it happens. But the fact that they say it happens, and the fact that it's like my third day working there, and I have been an owner operator, and like mm-hmm. my work tends to be on the. You know, I don't want to say I'm the best, but it's like. It's good, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm a good groomer. Like, I consider myself a good groomer. Yeah. And, yeah, everybody fucks up and everybody nicks somebody. But it's like, this is the week I'm supposed to show off, <laughs> you know? Yeah. This is the week I'm supposed to have it together because I am new. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, I can see the general manager's eyes just be like, I made the worst decision ever. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, this poor dog is just sitting there acting stupid and crazy while he's bleeding off the side of his head. Yeah, no, no, he didn't even flinch. And then when he went to the vet, they just put a little liquid Band-Aid on him and antibacterial ointment, and that was fine. He was okay. The owners did not care. Puppies are resilient. And the owners are like, what, free groom? What? That's great. Yeah. That's what happened. And then... They're like, okay, he's okay. He got signed off to get groomed, like, to finish his groom. And I'm like, I'm not touching that dog. <laughs> I don't have to. This isn't my place, you know? Yeah. And then the people who are the manager who had to finish the dog was having a hard time herself. So she had another groomer hold the dog's face down. Yeah. <laughs> I just. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then I dropped my shears. Oh, that's the, the icing. same day. That's icing. No, the cut was icing. I dropped my shears right before that. 
Oh, not the ones that I used to cut the dog, by the way, (laughs) (laughs) guys. Yeah. So like it was a really bad week and I'm like still running on very little sleep. Yeah. And it's I'm probably going to have an emotional breakdown soon. But I did take a lunch today. That's good. And it was important. It was a healthy meal. (gasps) I'm so proud. Round of applause. Round of applause. So. Your story just has. I don't know. It has so many red flags. Not, I shouldn't say so many, but there's two that stick out important that are like, if you had told your, which kind of segue. I don't know. Being an owner and with the thought process of possibly hiring someone. Yeah. And... I think about all the time, how would you employ someone? What are the things that you would have in place that would make your company worth working for and make someone feel comfortable and safe? What I did not like is that you texted or called whatever your employer and said, hey, this is my situation. To me, at that point, your employer should have said, Take care of your kids, have the day off, get some rest. Because they know that you've been up at such and such time. And if they have any inclination of raising a child or maybe having siblings that they've had to take care of, that they know that you were most likely up way before one fifty-five in the morning at the hospital. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, so, they don't have to read into my life that they much. do not. And I did ask if I can come into work. So They, they did. Yeah. You did. But at that point, I think the employer should have said, asked a question. Yeah. And being like, well, how long have you been up? Or, you know what? Why don't you just stay home with your, your kid? If it's that serious that you had to go to the hospital, maybe you should have, maybe you should stay at home. Yeah. Regardless if you asked or not. And yeah. then, two, you should have just stayed home. <laughs> yeah, I should have just stayed home. But that comes into that thought process of your... I'm not saying that you think that your job is more important than your children, because that is not the question. No, it's I just I wanted to make it's, sure that I made... It's your first, It's like my third day working, so it's yes. like... No, I get that, but we all have it in the back of our head. Not to disappoint. Not to disappoint in that there is a level... Of, um, in, not importance, but where we do sometimes put our job first, and we do you don't have to do that. Like regardless if you have kids or not, you have to do what's right for your situation. Yeah. So I done fucked up. <laughs> I think there were two parties. I'm sure not everybody has the same opinion because yes, the employer doesn't have to care. But if you're wanting to have an environment that it, a safe environment, I guess you could Mm -hmm. say, then that conversation should have been had. I personally think that you can have a level of respect just goes both ways. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I'm having a very hard time articulating myself. (laughs) Um, But the way that I would want to run my business with an employee is taking just that extra step to care about my employees 
Like emergencies do happen. They're emergencies. Shit fucking happens on the table and outside the salon Mm -hmm. or outside the van or trailer. Yeah. (laughs) You know, so I just think there should have been an extra step on the employer's part. But then that's where you run into, well, it's a corporate. They really just sometimes don't care about you. Yeah, maybe. I'm pretty sure that's the case, that they don't care about me. And they it's just also care about the bottom line. Yeah, it's definitely my fucking fault for mm. not taking a break. Yes that, and no. Well, that part I mean, is my fault. Like, <laughs> like, I'm like, it's the next day and I'm like... Yeah. I should have fucking taken a break. Yes. You know what I mean? And just go went home and slept the rest of the day. Yeah. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. I, I just, like, want to... No, I get both sides. No, yeah. 100%. So, I'm not trying to call you out no, on no, no, anything. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, I... I... It's one of those kind of things where it's, like, I take constructive criticism well. So. No, you do. You do yeah. it way better than I do. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, if everybody is like, oh, wow, that's... You know, Vanessa was a cunt to other Vanessa. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh man, maybe I was. Like, no, I, you have to slow down. Like, yeah. You're so go, go, go. We were talking about it outside. I know. It's still. And you're half a single parent. You have a husband, but he works evenings. You're home by yourself. Maybe or maybe not for murderers <laughs> out there. <laughs> you know, and like, you're taking care of two girls who are pretty close in age. And that's hard. That's a lot of work. Yeah. And you worked six days this week. You have to, like, that was the opportunity to take care of your, what did we talk about last week? Mental health. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was calling you on the phone, like, I'm having a mental breakdown. Yes. And it's like, we spit the good uh, the good advice, but do we follow it? No, all the way? never. Yeah. It's, it's, you know what? It's another learning lesson, and I hope people like take my mistake yeah. and learn from it. Mm-hmm. Like if you're having an issue at home, don't do what I did. <laughs> Stay fucking Stay home. home. If they have a problem, which they probably would have never had a problem if I just stayed home either. No. Um, but And if they did, fuck them. Yeah, exactly. So that's the point is like, yeah, learn from my mistake out there. It's okay? not like you stayed home to fucking party. No. You know what I mean? You no. stayed at home to take care of your child, and even if I did v- stay at home party, I wouldn't want. <laughs> I wouldn't want an employee to come to work after they just been partying. I would be like, "You're getting written up, <laughs> right?" If I know but it that was you're a valid excuse, if you even want to call it an excuse, it to was, not go to work. Yeah, yeah. It was. I had a doctor's note. Everything. Right. It was. It, a serious situation that needed to be taken care yeah, of. Yeah, it was life at its finest. Mm-hmm. Um, just throwing it at you, so you're just going to have to take it. At, you know, I just, you know, sometimes you feel like you can control your life and you really can't, you know, when there's yeah. a, a external variables. My daughter's fine. She's chill now. Um, and the dog is fine. And my embarrassment will wane. Um, but, yeah, just... It goes to, it It reminds me now of a time when I got out of a corporate environment to work in a private environment. Mm-hmm. And um, when we were working with this one person, she was like very policy driven. And it kind of brought a little disdain because I wanted to wear whatever I wanted to wear. I wanted to mm-hmm. 
dress the way I wanted to dress. I wanted to wear certain shoes and she was just like not having it. And then as an owner, <laughs> like I go to work when I was pregnant in flip flops and whatever I want to wear, mm-hmm. you know, but if I were to hire somebody, I'd probably be just as big of a bitch. <laughs> You know, like, you can't wear this. You can't do that. Yeah. Do as I say, not as I do. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like... See, we're opposite in that way. I'm very much um, lead by example. Well, no. I I would honestly now, grown up a little bit... (laughs) (laughs) That was just you being a bitter teenager moment. Well, a bitter (laughs) 27-year-old. But, yeah, no. It's just like you you feel a little, I don't know, when you leave a kind of corporate environment, you kind of feel a little entitled because you're not, you're not, there's not all these owners or all these Mm -hmm. managers bearing down on you with, you know, corporate policies and stuff like that. But there's still like owners who care about their business and they care about like being, I guess, legal in a sense where they follow laws like Mm -hmm. OSHA workers rights and stuff like that. And you don't realize when you go into that environment, like you still have to follow a certain rules because you're not, yeah, you're not the owner. Yeah. And so basically what happened is they were just telling you, you can't wear that, but wasn't explaining as to why. No, they did. But it's just, it's one of those kind of things where again, I felt entitled. Yeah. You know, like, Mm -hmm. Why can't I just be a little bit more comfortable? Well, this is why. Like, I know now, then I still knew. I just felt, like I said, like, entitled. Yeah. You know, because sometimes groomers feel a little bit <laughs> entitled. And groomers, not everyone, but no. a lot of groomers do have a sense of of entitlement. And I think it goes back to, or the start of it, because a lot of it has to do with money is, you know, the 50%. And the 50% is... I said I wasn't going to bring numbers into this tonight, so I'm going to make There's, like, no way around it. (laughs) Like, you can can talk about, like, two different settings, a corporate and a private setting. And when you talk about a corporate setting, they can offer more because they're trying to monopolize the customer. Well, it's not that they're trying to monopolize the customer. It's they... If you're just looking at a, a number standpoint, they can afford to pay you 50% because there's something else supplementing the profit, and that's their food. It's their retail. That's monopolizing the client. Mm-hmm. Eh. They potato. have. <laughs> they want to be a one-stop shop. Yeah, but look at other um, blur uh, franchises, you know, you that have retail and grooming they have the same situation they can offer more because offer more money i should say 50 percent because they have something else supplementing their profits which is their retail section yes because when money is money can be shared when money is not lost and when you have somebody constantly coming in there's still money always flowing so you're not trying to get the one-time sale you're trying to get the forever time uh, customer and that is why they can afford 50%. the 50% they can afford insurance but what are you getting like 
we have to look, we have to stand back in which you don't really stand back until you start crunching numbers to start up your own business. 50% is an outdated percentage. If you were a legal W-2, your employer is not paying just 50%. You are seeing 50% on your paychecks, but their, um, what am I? Their, that's why you should have had caffeine. I know. My brain is starting to bog down. Um, their, <laughs> what's the word that I'm looking for? It's not profit. It's not income. There, it's like bills. <laughs> Is that the word? No. Their expenses. Thank you. Um, now I just have to figure out where I was. <laughs> okay, so you're seeing 50% on your pay stubs, your yeah. paychecks. That's what you think you are getting. But really, you're, you're getting paid more than 50%. Because, the, because of their fifty percent, yeah, and their payroll, and I lost everything. Basically, I when lost everything, I'm actually pretty fucking knowledgeable at this, but I can't think right now. <laughs> yeah, basically, as an employee in a corporate environment, they can afford the fifty percent because of the way the actual corporation is set up. Whereas a private environment, uh-huh. if they pay 50%, they're sharing 50% of what you're making, and their 50% is not going to be 50% of profit. It's mm-hmm. going to be going towards like- taxes, expenses, and bills. So they're possibly getting zero profit. You're still getting 50%. Exactly. So there still yes. has to be room for profit mm-hmm. on top of that salon shuts down exactly or they start doing illegal shit or they're not following uh, policies and procedures Mm -hmm. where they're not hiring legally or they're not paying their taxes Mm -hmm. so you start seeing like this almost like evil monster of a private industry because they can't give you more Mm -mm. and you want more you want more but you're getting a false version of what 50 percent is because of the corporate environment yeah and you got to keep in mind when you're working for that 50 percent in a corporate environment you're working for 50 percent of a cheaper price price because usually they're cheaper in the corporate Mm -hmm. um again i just started working in a corporate environment and my first day they were talking about how the store that is their sister store up the street is almost five dollars more expensive and she was like that's ridiculous like her face was like that's just too high. And I'm thinking in my head, girl, what? You could be making essentially more money. You could be making more money. You could be getting more bonuses and your groomers could be making more money. Like, we should be following in their footsteps, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, even if, even if in a corporate environment you're getting 50%, you're also doing much more work. You know, because and there's also more policies, mm-hmm. more policies because they, they're they trying to make sure that they cover every legal standpoint possible, which you can do that in, in, in a private environment. But essentially, I mean, you're not doing 70 dogs a day. So, no, but it can be less stressful. My brain is <laughs> so broken right now. 
Um, so, okay, we should just table this and, <laughs> and go back to it because I really, really, really want to talk about this when my brain is like. So we'll talk super about. Super clear. And because it's such an important topic and I can give more to it. I just, it's too intelligent for my brain right now. My yeah. brain is that Because like, you know what? It, it, entitlement is also a two-way, like a two-way oh, straight. Oh, for sure. And because you may, yeah, you may be entitled to more than what you There's employers asking way too much and there's employees asking way too much. And then and there's also employees that don't get paid enough. There, there's just so many layers. It's like an onion and like, it's, I think, talking about that is so fun and the back and forth is great um well how about we talk about something kind of fun and holiday festive that your brain doesn't have to think about too much okay i feel so shitty no we can always get back to this i mean this is probably something that we'll have to talk about like a million times over well we should just dedicate an entire episode to it because literally we could talk about it for like an hour and a half all right, let's do it. Okay. Next time. Next All right. Time. My week was shitty. Your week was amazing. Let's we get... We just talked uh, about ourselves a lot this episode. <laughs> isn't that every episode? It is. Let's talk about this. Okay. Um, it is October, and Yay. Halloween is right around the corner. Ooh. Happy birthday, Vanessa. Thank you. Um, but there's also this thing that usually happens, like rumors kind of go a little gung-ho, and then there's also like cute little contests that pop up. Which I didn't even know were a thing. How do you not know they were a thing? There's like... Pet stores and like other grooming shops that do like you costume color more than I do. I do more I creative do. side. I, than do. I do. So there's there's costume contests and then there's creative contests and then there's just groomers who just get really festive mm-hmm. and they start coloring their dogs during the holiday season, all kinds of funky colors. And I've noticed that I get really excited to see them. I get excited for, like, the shitty colorings, too, because it looks so funny. You know, I know groomers work their hardest on it, but it just, it, sometimes it just doesn't turn out. It's It yeah. happens. But people or, get fucking triggered. Oh, yes. The comments. Sometimes if I do see a color, but it, you, the comments are hilarious. It is another learning experience. Like, I don't understand. I'm still trying to. I'm still trying to sift through it all, but you'll get like normal people who are not in the industry, not in the grooming industry, mm-hmm. calling it abuse. I know. It's delightful. <laughs> it is so delightful. Yeah. So they call it abuse. And then you have the groomers that come back at it like, no, we know what abuse looks like. This is sometimes not abuse. Sometimes you get a wild hair in there and there's a groomer calling it abuse. They do. Mm-hmm. And there's also like, coloring is toxic for dogs and i want to know what people's thoughts on this because i'm still i'm not i don't want to say i'm not well versed in the coloring techniques Mm -hmm. and stuff like that like i try to be on my p's and q's and use Mm -hmm. only pet coloring approved products however some pet brands pet coloring brands are still apparently toxic to dogs. So, like, I don't understand why if it's marketed to dogs. my view. No matter what, it's not probably healthy because you're putting chemicals. I mean, we put the chemicals in our hair. I've bleached my hair. Yeah. You know, and 
you've bleached your hair. You've put color in your hair. I've put color in your hair. It's literally harsh chemicals opening up the, not the follicle, but the, the shaft of the hair, inserting pigment. And then it, it, I mean, it's probably not the greatest thing. And no matter what, there is always going to be a dog that does have a reaction. Well, yeah. And then you have a dog, a hundred dogs that don't have a reaction. So I think it's a choice that we make. And I do color sometimes, so I have nothing against it. But for it's just, I just think it's such a mer topic, you know, because it is a chemical. Well, I mean, regardless. Sh- but shampoo does the same thing. There's going to be a hundred dogs. There's chemicals in those. I know. So, like, are we going to do anything right? No. Okay. Vanessa, no. <laughs> Groomers are horrible people. <laughs> we just abuse dogs all day. Didn't you hear? Yeah, no, I heard that. I want to know what everybody else's thoughts on that one is. I think color is fun and everybody needs to simmer the fuck down. (laughs) Because those people that are saying it's abusive are the same people that have a matted shih tzu at home that can't shit. Yep, I said it. (laughs) That lady that you did that shih tzu for that poor matting was over its butthole and then it Poor butthole was so gaped that shit just started pouring out and it <gasps> shat for a fucking hour. I forgot about that, that dog. Lady was on the computer behind her, on the computer typing away, being like, "Color is horrible." Poor but poor Fifi is in the fucking corner, being like, "You know what, you cunt bucket? I haven't shit for like a year." <laughs> <laughs> and you said color's bad. At least those dogs look happy. <laughs> they do. They like the attention. Yeah. They do. So those are the people that are complaining. Yep. Yep. I said it, people. I agree. That's the consensus. (laughs) (laughs) Vanessa's consensus. But it just, I love seeing color, too. It's so fun. Yeah. It's something that I won't do. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to say that because it's probably in a year. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. But I don't have the patience for it i'm starting to see like my interest in it kind of wane because it's a little bit more time consuming it is really tired it's really tiring to do it is so but i the people that do it bow your head yeah (laughs) props that's what i'm trying to say yeah (laughs) um so let's get to some stories yeah, we actually had some people, some lovely listeners, write in. Um, they DM'd us. One of them was on Facebook, and two of them were on Instagram. Um, I don't mind the DMs, but, you know, preferably the email would be greatest so that they're easily accessible and I'm not losing them. Um, which you could send them to groomerhumor at gmail.com. Again, that's groomerhumor at gmail.com. <laughs> um, but, so we're going to read some. Um, yeah. No, they were pretty fucking hilarious. One of them, literally, I almost died on the couch. Yeah. My, my husband was like, what is wrong with you? Like, why are you laughing? <laughs> and I'm like, this bitch sent in the funniest fucking story. Um, I just have to find it. 
I had everything queued up and ready. And right? I lost it all. Exactly. Um, so, this one is from... So, she gave me permission to try and butcher this last name. <laughs> it's from um, Jessica... I'm going to try and get this right. Jessica Lichten Walner. Let me see. Yeah. Yeah, so, right? Tell yeah. us if we did that right, Jessica. Jessica Lichten Waller. Lichten Walner. Walner. L- L- is it German? It's like Lichten Walner. Did oh I my see? god, that sounded almost perfect. <laughs> like, it's probably not it's it. It's probably not it. I just made myself look like a fool. Okay. <laughs> so, Jessica says, she called us beautiful. <laughs> Good evening, beautiful groomers. So you said to write in, um, write in on fun or outrageous stories. So here's one. We had a client come in with his two Pomeranians with the name Spike One and Spike Two. (laughs) We should have already known by the names that this was not going to go normal. He pulls up to the front, pulls up to the front of the salon, does not park the greatest in his 1990s Camaro. Someone's living in the past. <laughs> he has a leather, definitely in the past. He has a leather jacket and slicked back, greasy as fuck hair. Sounds I added cool. The fuck part in. Sounds um, cool. He is most likely in his 60s and going through some life crisis or just stuck in the past. Comes in and we do the normal check in, uh, have him fill out the papers. We want to go back, but he asks, but we ask, who is Spike One and who is Spike Two? He tells us he does not know. He just did that so he didn't have to think of two different names or call for just one. Wow. (laughs) I have no words. (laughs) Plus, he cannot tell them apart anyways. (laughs) All right. His dogs have no manners, jumping around and peeing all over. We tell him to go and they will calm down and we will clean up the pee. He is very nice, a little odd, but, but still nice. He walks out to his car, undoes his pants, whips out his penis, and proceeds to pee in our parking lot for all to see. He's classy. <laughs> he's classy. <laughs> he, he's like the Fonz. <laughs> for all to see, now we are in a plaza with other shops. He zips up, gets in the car, and drives off. Not only were we all shocked, but thinking, well, we know where the dogs get it from. (laughs) (laughs) When he comes back to pick up, he says nothing about it, nor do we bring it up. We did have a bathroom, and he never asked to use one. He came for many groomings after that, but this one was the only time he peed in the parking lot. Spike 1 and Spike 2, what an interesting life you must have. We still talk about him to this day about remembering when the Spike's dad peed in the lot. We have also had a woman threaten to shit on our floor if we stressed her dog out and made it poop. Wow. Wow. Oh, my God. I can't fucking even. (laughs) You're turning red. (laughs) So not only do we deal with dogs doing shit on the table, I have to worry about clients going at the place. Have a beautiful evening, ladies, and love the podcast. It's nice 
change up. Keep up the great work. Lots of love, Jessica. She, she's wonderful. <laughs> she is the greatest, amazing human, and I'm dying. Um, so I'll hand this one over for you to read. Um, she said we could say her name, but it's a different thread. Mm, I can't remember. So, this one is from Patricia. Hi, I just wanted to say that I am in absolute love with your podcast so far. Thank you. Mm -hmm. So much love. I know you guys said to DM you any stories that we had in grooming, and I have a story from when I first started out grooming if you guys wanted to share it. We do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I was grooming a Samoyed on my table that was known to be a bit naughty, and I happened to be brushing out his booty when he let out a little fart. I laughed and thought nothing of it and continued grooming him. Then I proceeded to lift up his tail, and then, bam, he shot out explosive diarrhea everywhere, literally like a fountain. And when I mean everywhere, I mean everywhere it was all over the walls my table my table the groomers tables next to me it was disgusting it would have shot me directly in the face if i had not dodged it in the nick of time since then i have not looked at any dog the same i have not looked at that dog the same oh every time God. he comes to get groomed that is horrific that's foul thankfully it wasn't your face <laughs> she she has good reflexes. She does. Good job, Patricia. Good job. <laughs> That's so foul. That is so gross. Oh my god. You're amazing. Thank you for bringing that uh, up to us. That must have been a bitch to fucking clean, though. I would have cried, went out, smoked a cigarette, and then cried some more. For fucking sure. And then... Like, in that scenario, do you, like, clean up the other groomer's table? Or do you guilt trip them with puppy dog eyes to see if they'll help you? <laughs> it depends on who you're working with. I know, because I don't want to help. <laughs> I know. I'd be like, I didn't see nothing. <laughs> this was your dog. But then that smell, though. Yeah, I would help, just to be nice. Probably. I'm, I'm a nice person. You I, are. I think. But I would have definitely been gagging while helping. I mean, I am a gagger. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, <laughs> so definitely would have been entertained. Oh, I would have just at least, I would have just puked. I, I puke Ooh. all the time. Ooh. So this one is from, I feel like, okay. I feel like right now, like, Christmas morning, unwrapping presents. I know. I'm really, <laughs> like, if you take anything away from our tired podcast, like, it's almost 11 o'clock at night, and we haven't slept all week. Vanessa hasn't slept in, like, a day, 24 hours. <laughs> I haven't slept all week because of all the bullshit. Just so you guys know, this is probably the greatest feeling. It is. Because. This was worth it. It just is such a, it's a cherry on top, and it's, like. The coffee. This is just perfect for I it. Know. You know, I, we're not making any sense, but I hope these stories. I hope our gibberish made some sort of sense. I I hope you can relate to the tiredness, but still get joy out of the stories <laughs> yeah. that you guys provide us with. This is how much we love doing this for you guys. 
And like at the end of the day, we enjoy that you guys are listening and are actually enjoying listening and are actually like giving us these amazing stories. Yeah, we it's, appreciate it. It's pretty fucking exciting. If my eyes it weren't us- already watering, I'd be crying with happiness. I know. I'm a little emotional right now. <laughs> I really am. I don't know if that's because I'm tired. It's definitely because you're tired. Next week, we'll hopefully we'll have... come back we'll, strong, guys. We'll come back strong, and we'll, we'll come be- back with some sleep and some booze, okay? Yes. It'll be back to normal. We're going to be just as strong as Marcia Strong. Marcia Strong. Mm-hmm. That is amazing. I know. I love it. I hope she's a boxer in real life. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what just came out. I can't even blame it on being tired because I make weird noises all the fucking time through this podcast. Um, so, Marcia Strong, thank you. Yes. So, Marcia Strong says, so when I was really young, when I was a really young groomer, before I knew anything about anything, I got a job at a private grooming salon. Cool. When I walked in, I looked around, and the whole place was lined with trophies and ribbons everywhere. And I was this little no-one pet store groomer. I thought, oh, shit, where am I? Turns out it's owned by one of the best groomers worldwide. I won't say names. Bummer. (laughs) (laughs) But she is extremely well-known and loved because she is an awesome person. That's awesome. So she took me on knowing I didn't know a damn thing about grooming, and she helped me the best she could. She had all these wicked breeds that came through her salon. That's pretty cool. Mu- right? Because we, like, see basic bitch breeds. <laughs> <laughs> They're designer. They're not basic. No, I mean, like, basic bitch breeds, like, the normal shit. Shih Tzu. Shih Tzu mix. Yorkie. Yorkie mix. Those are basic bitch dogs. I know. We don't get exotic anything. Um, Marcia, where did I leave off? Um, she had all of these wicked breeds that came through her salon. Pretty much all purebreds. That's awesome. So one day, this beautiful Briard, I miss mine, walks in and I begged her to let me groom him. And she was a little hesitant, I assume, because I was a terrible fucking groomer. I bet you weren't. Um, she saw how eager I was to groom this dog, so she said, sure, just be careful around his bum. He is sensitive. I thought for sure, no problem. I feel like she might have, like, set her up a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes older groomers do that, though. Yes, they just, like, set you up. Okay. I'm gonna let you learn today. (laughs) (laughs) Probably, and she's laughing in the back. So I get this big hairy beast. Bathed and blow-dried, probably took me three hours, and I started scissoring him. Lifted the dog's tail, and he let out a couple rank toots, so I stepped aside. The second I moved my body out of his path, sh- out of his shit path, the dog lets out it, it this nasty, this giant nasty stream of diarrhea. <laughs> Shot all over the walls, all down the table, and literally just stood there holding the dog's tail out of the way. In some sort of hopes that maybe I won't have to completely rebathe him after. I know. That's like the worst. It's so tragic. Um, it was everywhere. Like this dog had saved up his whole week's worth of crap to come to the salon. He knew it was that time he of month. He fucking knew. He's like, it's coming up 
clothes. That's why the other groomer said he's sensitive. Exactly. Because the, the dog knows. She said. The groomer knows. <laughs> she set her up. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, it was everywhere. Like, this dog had saved up a whole week's worth of crap to come to the salon. Everyone starts laughing because I guess the dog is known for being sensitive and a table shitter. <laughs> Side eye. I'm giving her the side eye. <laughs> Table shitter. But this was extreme, I guess. The worst part was having these world-renowned groomers just staring at me, getting blasted with shit. <laughs> but the nicest part was they all helped me get cleaned up and rebathe and blow-dry the dog. I would say that's my most memorable shit story. I guarantee that <laughs> damn dog did it to every single one of those world-renowned groomers. Uh-huh. And they say, you girl. <laughs> and but that's they did why the, they helped you clean. They did the right thing in the end. Well, they helped her clean because they felt guilty for setting her up. <laughs> but do you feel guilty? Would I feel guilty for setting someone up? No. There you go. <laughs> I find entertainment in other people's pain. <laughs> and we did with her pain. That was amazing. That was Those great. Were great fucking stories. I'm just like, if you could see us, we're like grinning in the most tragic looking way because we both look just so tragic and swollen eyes, but our cheeks. Are rosy. Yeah. I'm smiling. Yeah. <laughs> we appreciate it. We hope to get more stories. More, 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 more. We want more. Now we're going to just be greedy. Well, let's... Why don't you guys take the wheel for our next one? Because this one is just... We're trying. And so whatever feedback you want to give us for the next episode... Mm-hmm. That'd be kind of cool. Tell oh, us, yeah. tell us how bad we flubbed up, or <laughs> or like if anything that we said made any, any semblance of sense. You yeah. know, like any sense. Yeah, if you want to hear more about what we were talking about, yeah. let us know. Give us some topics. If you want to hear about something specific, we will pretend to do all this research on it, which we won't, and then we'll talk about it. Exactly. <laughs> we do stuff. We try to educate ourselves, but it doesn't always retain We're, no but we so, act like like we act like we know everything but we don't Nah, we don't <laughs> we don't act like we know everything no so send us some topics um just pop them on our um web our web page um just, our facebook yeah comment comment on our instagram comment on our facebook let us know if you uh what you want to hear um Yay. what you felt about this one um are you feeling us? Are you feeling us? Are you feeling what we're feeling? Because it's tired. Yes. Um, <laughs> we're rambling. Yeah. Send us topics. We love your stories. Keep sending us those. Um, Shit on the table. Out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>